Play pocket eight. And Goff takes a shotgun snap. Looking left all the way. He throws to the goal line. He's got Tyler Higby. Touchdown, LA. Goff and Higby with contract extension this week connect for the score. With 6.37 to go, it's 29-20, LA. The touchdown that proved to be the difference at Carolina in a week one victory over the Panthers. Hello and welcome to a new season of Rams Revealed. My name is JB Long. Our guest this week was on the receiving end of that touchdown toss from Goff and like his quarterback also signed a contract extension before the trip to Carolina. We welcome Rams fourth year tight end Tyler Higby. Uh, Tyler, thanks for being with us. It capped a big week in your life. I would imagine one of the biggest with some perspective now, a few hours removed, how much has sunk in and what are you feeling? Uh, I don't think much has sunk in. Um, just, you know, with the season starting and um, going in Carolina, getting the win week one, uh, that was kind of where the main focus was. So um, getting in season, you get into a rhythm, you know, and I think I tried to keep it as close to my normal rhythm as possible. Offensively, was that uh, the perfect way to provide the game-winning score given the week that was with you and Jared? Uh, it, it was nice, but, uh, you know, just trying to do my job, mm-hmm. that's all. At any point, did it dawn on you like, wow, that's a nice way to start to reward the investment that Mr. Kroenke and this organization have made in me that Jared and I can deliver right from the jump in week one? Most definitely. I mean, it was cool. Um, I think that, you know, us making a play and and it was uh, one of the reasons, you know, that we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that did work out like that. Um, but yeah, it's nice, you know, and just my, my thing is just I, anytime that they call my number, I want to, you know, make the play that I'm supposed to make. Mm-hmm. As a two-star recruit, as I read coming out of high school, I wonder if you could take yourself back to that moment in time and envision a week like you just went through. It uh, would have been hard. You yeah. Know? Um, you know, I, I thought the two stars might have been a little lower than than uh, than I thought they should have been. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's all part of it. You know, that's part of growing and, and playing football. And, you know, you're never in, you're never out. So uh, just keep, keep working. As you head off to Western Kentucky, was there a part of Tyler Higby that thought, I can make it in the National Football League, I can do this for a living? Uh, I do remember getting up to college, and I was, you know, my, my high school coach called me and was like, how's, it, how's everything going? I'm like, honestly, coach, you know, I, I mean, I'm at Western Kentucky, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's no, uh, you know, Ohio State, you know, Clemson, whatever, but uh, I remember getting up there, and I was just like, the talent to me isn't, the, isn't, isn't what I thought it was going to be, you know, I didn't think the step up was going to be that much, of, you know, I thought it was going to be more of a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kind of put it. He's like, "You're playing in Florida, man. You, there's a lot of guys out here that you're playing week in, week out that that are at some of those schools, you know. So uh, you've been doing it the last four years, and um, but I do remember playing with these guys and just saying, you know, I can play with these guys, and you know, go from there. If we have time at the end, we'd love to get some more thoughts on Clearwater, Florida, and your upbringing and your high school career. Um, but I want to talk about your relationship with Jared Goff, and I think it's not lost on most of us who know that you guys are friends. That your contract extension happened in the same week. Uh, I thought it was special that he didn't say a word on social media when his deal got done, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's just kind of who Jared is. But as soon as yours became public knowledge, he was right there uh, bringing back the Guy Fieri Halloween (laughs) costume photo. Is that a good example of who Jared is as a teammate and friend? Yeah, it's my guy, man. Uh, We came in together. We were roommates in camp. Um, I remember, you know, staying up and past hours going over the script for the next day, Mm -hmm. you know, rookie year. Um, and just seeing him grow as a player on the field and um, getting to know him more as a person off the field, um, it's great. And it shows he's the reason he's, he's one of my good buddies. Aside from being assigned to certain things and walks of life like that in your first camp together, why do you think you and Jared connected? Why have you bonded? Uh, just good people, you know, good people, good competitors, um, like winning football games and uh, enjoy working hard to, 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 to get 
to win football games. Yeah. Before we get too far past your Halloween costume from a while back, <laughs> have you and Guy met? Has, has no. anything come of that? We have not. No. Would you like to? Like, is that something that's of uh, interest to cool. you being here in Los Angeles? Be cool. Have been to any of his restaurants? I have not. Okay. Not necessarily a connoisseur. No. All right. Um, can we talk about Jared's shirt post game? Because that's uh, made some waves here in the 24 hours since the victory. Which I, I don't think I like saw. Kind of like a dark Hawaiian type, oh, okay. type yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like do thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down. Yeah. Do you think he deserves uh, praise I, or criticism I, I for thought, that outfit? Uh, you know, he looked comfortable. Okay. I thought it was very Charlie Sheenish. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm a fan of the the short sleeve button down. You know, it's right. nice. Get a breeze. And um, yeah. So post game outfit, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, you're sticking with your guy. Oh, yeah. Always, okay. always, always with my guy. <laughs> uh, on a lighter note as well, how about your touchdown celebration? Uh, pouring and sipping some tea. Where did that come yeah. from? Cheers. Uh, well, originally it was, uh, it was supposed to be a shot of espresso. Ah, uh, okay. So Alex boys. Morgan made it tea. I did, well, it's tea now. It I is. Guess. It is absolutely. Cheers. Cheers to Alex Morgan. But your thought was espresso. Uh, Going into yeah. a game, you're saying, if I get a chance to get in the end zone, that's my uh, celebration. I, well, I had a buddy this offseason who was like, if you're scoring, you got to hit him with espresso. Pinky's up. And okay. I was like, all right. And uh, did it. Came out week one. Are you an espresso Starbucks kind of guy no, normally? No, okay. just, uh, yeah, espresso boys. Cheers. All right, but it did uh, catch the eye of Alex Morgan, co-captain of the U.S. Women's National Team, and her tweet was, you deserve to have that tea poured for you next yeah. time. Yeah. What impression did that make on you? Uh, I don't know. I actually responded. I, I told her cheers. At, as you should. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, she was actually criticized for sipping tea after scoring a goal against England at this summer's uh, Women's World Cup. So nice that you know she picked up on what you were putting down there. I remember seeing her celebration. Uh, she did it well. I think there's a strong case to be made that you actually have the best touchdown celebrations on the Rams. Really? I mean, Brandon Cooks has a good one. He, he, he might be your only competition. Do you agree with that? Like, do you think you're the leader in the clubhouse for a group that doesn't I, celebrate I, I, much? You know, I don't know if it's competition. I just, you know, it's so tough to get in the end zone. Um, so a lot of it's kind of spur of the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, you try to plan something, I think, sometimes, and it just, you know, once you get in there, it all, you know, just goes, and you just roll with it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's so hard to get there, so you might as well celebrate while you're there. Do you think you can inspire some other teammates to maybe step their game up, or is that just not their style? Uh, I don't know. I know Woody likes to flex on them. Coops, mm -hmm. act like you've been there before. BC, uh, BC has the best one. You see the guys, the best is when you see the video, these BC scores, he's doing a celebration. You see the guys behind him, you know, coming and try to join in with mm -hmm. him. And it's, it's uh, that, that to me, that gets me hype, gets me excited. Uh, it sounds like you're open to suggestions, though, for your next and future touchdowns. A lot of them are inspired by other people in your life. Most definitely, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Do you want to open that up to like an audience or uh, take submissions? What, whatever, yeah, we'll always okay. take submissions. Well, we'll yeah, see. We'll just put that out there and see what kind of uh, response you get. So, one week down, it's a win. Uh, you start 1 0 for the third consecutive year under Sean McVay. And look who's coming to town. It's a rematch of the NFC Championship game against the Saints. And that has to draw some special memories for you because the last time you played the Saints was in New Orleans and it was one of, if not the best games of your career. What are your memories of that day? Yeah, wild, uh, loud, very loud. Um, luckily, we get them here at, this, at, at our place mm -hmm. this time, you know, so we don't have to deal with that crowd noise. But, um, you know, uh, they're a good team, good team, ready to roll. And uh, let's uh, have a good week of work and, and, and try to get to a no. Uh, let's just revisit it for, for a bit more. The third quarter touchdown brought you within a field goal. That was a huge play. But then on that final drive in overtime, Jared goes to you under duress, 12 yards, you get into Saints territory. 
And then the final play of forward progress was your six-yard grab. That effectively got the Rams into Greg Zerline field goal range, and the rest, as we know, is history. Does that give you chills just thinking back on what you accomplished there? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Should have broke the tackle on on the play, too. Two plays prior to that, I, uh, yeah, but uh, made it a little shorter field goal. I should have made it easier yeah. on us, you know what I mean. But um, you know, J- Jared made some great plays coming out of there, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, found me, and you know, just like I said, whenever numbers called, try to make the play. You mentioned what a great team and franchise the Saints are. Uh, you've played them at least once every year of your Rams career. Does yeah. that rank kind of among the more competitive special rivalries in the modern era of, of Rams football? Most do you think? Um, you know. Yeah, uh, those guys, they're a good football team, uh, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, nine leading them, Drew Brees. He, uh, he's a special player. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's always fun to compete against those good teams. And they've been, you know, they've had success the last few years. Um, uh, so have we. So uh, it's nice to get out there and compete against them. When you go to New Orleans for that NFC Championship game, it feels like a revenge bout. It feels like the Rams' chance to get even. Uh, now the shoe's kind of on the other foot. Where do you feel that kind of competitive advantage falls with the Saints coming to Los Angeles this weekend, trying to avenge everything that was the call and everything that went with it? Um, you know, just being at home. Uh, I think that's one of the big things is not having to deal with that that insane crowd noise. That I, offsets it in your mind, that, whatever motivation yes, they have. Yeah, that that to me, yeah that that uh, that crowd noise. That was one. Of, that was the loudest game I've ever played in. It might be the loudest I'll ever play in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was insane. But uh, you know, it, it'd be good competition. We'll get we'll get after it. Can you honestly say that in every huddle you heard what Jared was saying, what play he was calling? Uh, trying to read lips most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was tough. Let's go a little bit big picture here to to finish. And I'm curious how you would describe your role in this offense. And do you really take as much satisfaction in sifting across the back of a play and and picking up maybe the blind side as you do being on the receiving end of a game winning touchdown as you were in week one? Uh, you know, I, you know, obviously everybody wants to get in the end zone, mm-hmm. touch the ball all the time they can, but um, you know, whatever's going to get us the win is what I'm willing to do. Um, and yeah, sometimes it is nice you seeing guys you know quit after you sift block them five times. You know, it's they want to turn the shoulder and not take on the hit. You know, that is it is satisfying, but. Um, I don't, I don't know if I would say it as much, right. you know, but like I just said, I'm just trying to do my job. But so many times you are making that while Brandon Cooks is on the receiving end of a touchdown or Cooper Cup is getting into space and making a big play. Is it difficult to be a tight end in a 11 personnel driven offense? Because I feel like you are naturally going to be uh, underrated and have fewer opportunities than your peers in this fantasy football era. Yeah, well, I mean, especially when you got some dogs like we do, mm-hmm. you know, on the outside and even in the backfield. You know, Todd coming out of the backfield receiving. You know, he was offensive player two years ago. You know, should have been the MVP in my eyes. Um, but yeah, you know, when you have guys like that, it's, you obviously you know the ball's gonna get spread around. Jared does a good job. Coach Coach McVay does a good job of that. You know, even in our room, you know, with Gerald Everett, he's a he, guy can make plays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, I just whenever it's my turn, try to make the play. And it, 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 I sound like a broken record, but, uh, you know, it's kind of – just I had a coach in college who told me uh, just proved to be reliable, you know, whenever it's your number – whenever it's your turn to make the play, make the play. Um, so that's what I try to do. You mentioned Gerald there. What's that relationship like? Because when there's often only room for one of you on the field and we know you're both so capable, does mm-hmm. that ever get tough? I can sometimes, you know, but um, in the end, you know, I think we're both here to do whatever's best for the team. Um and that's that's how I feel about it. And um, yeah, you know, he, he he's 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 a good guy, and he 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 can make plays. So 
How early in your playing career did you gravitate toward being a tight end? And once you kind of knew that that's where your future was, did you have a favorite tight end growing up that you like to model your game after? Uh, well, I, when I was young, I played receiver. So my favorite player was Randy Moss growing up. Love watching him. Um, I like watching Gronkowski spike the ball, you know. I wish I'd throw a spike in there at some point. Which you do but. quite well. So that's the origin there is a little I, Gronk tribute. I think so, yeah. Shannon Sharp was a baller, you know. At the Super Bowl, did you get to have any moment with Gronk? Was there any space in the schedule or on-field pregame just no, to, did not. to make that connection? Did not. Do you think he'll be back? I don't know. We'll see. We'll as, see. As I, it, think, I think maybe I, th- I think there's possibility. As but. if that Patriots team needs any more weapons, exactly, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep bringing them in. Uh, let's finish up just with a, a quick shout-out to your hometown and your friends and family who might still be there. You and I talked a little bit before this show about uh, your roots in Clearwater, Florida, and the greater area, yeah. and I understand you still have fond memories of growing up there and the people who live there. Yeah, most definitely. Most of the family is still back there. still got some good friends back there. Uh, they're all in St. Petersburg now, but it's, not, it's nothing but over the Courtney Campbell, so it's right there. Frenchies is where we uh, connected. Frenchies That's on the right. beach with some right. of the best uh, Florida food on the Gulf Coast. That's right. Good grouper sandwich, some she crab soup, little conch fritters. Love them. Making me hungry. We'll let you break for dinner and for uh, a day off to come. Congratulations on a week one victory, on the game winning touchdown reception, and uh, on a contract extension that hopefully means we get to have these conversations for many years to come. For sure. Thank you. All right. That's Tyler Higby. Our thanks for helping us kick off a new season of Rams Revealed. We look forward to getting to know this roster and its coaching staff over the course of the 2019 campaign. Hope you will join us for the home opener at the Coliseum this Sunday. If you already have your seats, please be in them early. You won't want to miss the opening kickoff in this rematch of the NFC Championship game. If you don't have tickets yet, it has the makings of an incredible contest. The renovated Coliseum makes for an awesome stadium experience. Weather should be perfect. TheRams.com slash NO. TheRams.com slash NO to make sure you will be a part of it. Until then, we appreciate you listening to Rams Reveal.